Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Say it as if you mean it. The Lord is good. Amen. I, I just want to speak to us heart to heart this afternoon. And I believe I'm going to answer some questions. We need to really begin to see the kingdom of God and the importance of the kingdom of God and why we are here on earth. I know we are caught up with so many things. The school is there, the business is there, your future is there, the country where you want to go to. So many plans that we have. And to look at them critically, they are fine and great and all right. But I want to speak to us today that there is something more important than all these things. And it is this particular thing that determines to a large extent the level of attention you attract from God. God gives to us his attention. But I want you to understand this. We all don't attract heaven's attention at the same scale. God pays attention to all his children. But we don't all attract his attention at the same scale. And I want you to listen because this will help you. Thank God you are getting to hear this message this early in your life. People don't succeed simply because they desire to succeed. There is nobody here who does not have desires to succeed. People don't succeed simply because they prayed to succeed or they fasted to succeed. Success can only come to a man as a proof of heaven's attention and backing upon that man. Does it not surprise you that a thousand people can gather and pray and nothing happens per se? 
And then a man comes up. Maybe they call him a man of God. Maybe they call him this. Maybe they call him that. Whatever they put on him. And begins to declare words. And then things start happening. And these are things that probably the people desiring to receive those things already prayed for them so many times and nothing changed. And yet one man comes into a family or comes into a place and says, from today this family is over in, with this family in the name of Jesus. I pray that things will begin to happen. And then things begin to happen just because a man just spoke a word. What can make a man attract heaven's attention to the point that when he declares a word, his word cannot fall to the ground? Many of us here can bear witness that you've been praying, you've been declaring. Some of us, we've been fasting. We've been doing so many things. Yet not everybody is seeing results at the level they desire to see results. And then the question is, what could be the problem? What could be the challenge? I want you to understand some things today. Those things you need to understand will help you attract maximum heaven's attention to your affairs. It is not just waking up in the morning to pray. And after praying, you say, it is done. And then for the rest of the day, what happens with your life? Now, to, to understand what attracts God's attention. I believe the best thing we need to do is to study how Jesus instructed us to pray in the first place and what he prayed for and the things that he placed first before every other thing. That will show you clearly the will of God and what God finds to be the first that attracts his attention. Teach us how to pray as they asked him. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That is worship. Praise. You know, we, we think praise and worship is in the, you know, worship is low. Praise is, that's according to Africa, African church. It's got nothing to do with how the song is low or fast. Hallowed be thy name. And then the next statement is this. Thy what? Thy kingdom Come and let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, if you ask God his primary 
desire for this realm where we are existing or operating in, it is that his kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth. That is his will. Now, who is that man that would attract God's attention? The man that has decided to align his life to these two instructions. Let thy kingdom come and let thy will be done. Do you know that when we pray, we skip the principle of hallowed be thy name. We skip the principle of let the kingdom come and let thy will be done. In short, the, the place we are most interested in is this. Give us give us this day our what? That is where our focus is. In short, when we get there, our faith jumps up. Give us, and then another place maybe forgive us our trespasses because we are dealing with guilt. That's true. In that whole prayer, these two places make so much sense to you. But the first two statements, hallowed be thy name, and then thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth. Now, if you see the pattern of that prayer, it says, let thy will be done on earth. It did not say, I enforce my will on earth. It said, let thy will be done. That means the will of God is in the doing. And somebody must do it. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. So he's praying a prayer or it's a prayer of an empowerment that somebody must do the will of God on earth as it's already established in heaven. And of course, once that is done, that is actually bringing the kingdom down on earth. Because obeying the instructions of God, carrying out his will, is actually introducing his kingdom here on earth. And now, the question is this. Let, let me say this clearly. If we have 300 people here right now, and everybody starts praying to the same level, fasting to the same level, we are still not going to attract the same heaven's attention here. Some people here are going to go home with a greater resources delivered to them. And some people are going to go home with lesser resources. And the determining factor is your willingness to align to kingdom come. What is that aspect of your life that establishes the kingdom of God here on earth? What is that aspect of your future, your plans, your desire 
that is geared towards fulfilling the will of God on earth. That is what determines the attention you get. Can I tell you the truth? Let me use a better place. If, For example, if your relationship is not establishing any kingdom come or any will of God, God, you won't attract any attention there. You can pray from today to tomorrow. God is not interested in that arrangement. Because as far as he's concerned, there is no will of heaven being established on earth in line with that relationship. And then you find somebody that the relationship, two people came together. He said, you know I have a call on my life. This one said, I know I have a call. You see, by the time we settle down together, we must fulfill God's purpose. You will see God's attention on that relationship. It is natural. And both people can be praying that God will intervene, that God will step in in that relationship. Yet one is seen maximally. How God is providing. How God is doing things. You know, I told, um, I told some group of guys because I called some people in school and I was advising them when the school was still open. And I was advising them, I said, I've noticed that you people spend your resources on unnecessary things and unnecessary people. And I use this analogy where the Bible said, he that findeth, what? A wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from God. He did not say he that finds a good girlfriend. So you spend all your resources, you are retrogressing. It's already a cause. Uh -huh. I know I'm very, that's why I prayed from the beginning. I said, I'm going to say some things today. Because uh, when the bullet is in my spirit, I know. Because I know it will start coming out. Now, some people say, he that finds a wife. And we, he said, he that what? Finds a wife. He did not say he that is married to a wife. It means once you find her and you say, this one is my wife, there is an unusual favor that comes. Please, if you said he that finds a wife, it means if you don't find a wife, there is no favor attached to it. You don't waste your time on running your life like a uh, the people of the world, and you expect heaven's attention, full attention in your life. It doesn't work like that. So, all the young men here, the person you are with now, have you found a wife? Answer now. Odogunagatikena. Uh -huh. You know, when I speak like this, I love you. That's why I speak. If I don't tell you the truth, who will tell you the truth? Amen? Don't ever think that when I speak like this, I'm... Oh, no, 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 no. It's love. It's love that is flowing. Hallelujah. <laughs> and you ladies that are being found.
time for you to tell him, Are you, have you found me a wife or something? Because if not found me a wife, I'm a curse to you. I know you won't say that. Amen. Now, let's get back to what we need to see today. You know, many, th- many times we, we talk about men in the scriptures that God gave special attention. One of them, if you look at his lifestyle, lifestyle, you will not understand why God gave him so much attention. Somebody like David. By the reason of man's calculation, you will say there is nothing special about David. Count the mistakes he made. Serious ones. Saw somebody's wife, desired the wife, took the husband, killed the husband, took the wife in. If you look at his mistakes, you say, ah, this one. But God said, this is a man, what? After my own heart. That is God declaring over him. Now, it took me many years to really ask God, "Ah, why will you say that this man is a man after your own heart? Even to the point that there was a prophecy on his life that the lineage of Jesus will come through him. And one day while I was searching the scriptures and reading, I saw something in Acts of the Apostles 13 and verse 22. If you go to Acts of the Apostles 13 verse 22 and look at what the Bible said there. And when he had removed him, he raised unto them David to their king, to whom he also gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall what? Fulfill what? All my will. That means though David was messed up, he was aligned to kingdom come principles. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. So God can bypass you that is a perfect believer who will not yield to kingdom come and go for somebody that you believe is messed up who will say, Father, if you are looking for somebody to use in North Cyprus, here am I. Use me. This man is after my heart simply because he has aligned himself to carry out my will. Let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the major factor that commands complete heaven attention on your life. It is not prayer. It is not fasting. It's how much you have died to your purpose and allow God's purpose in your life to stand. The same group of guys I was talking to, you know, I I, I called them and I said to them, I want to encourage you young men because the future lies in your hands. There was nothing I did not tell them that day. Because 
the trick I used to bring them is come, I'm going to pray for all of you to prosper. So they landed. 23 of them. And when I was talking to them about kingdom will and principles and how to attract attention, because some of them started asking, why are you so blessed like this? I said, kingdom will. It is not because you are the most perfect human being. It's just if God can trust that no matter what comes your way, you are still aligned to his will. He will command his attention. For example, when you cry to God to bless you financially, do you know that one of the proofs that you need to give is your proof that your finances are allowable to kingdom principles. Some of you can't give. And it's a proof that the kingdom cannot be established through your finances. He said, by prosperity, the kingdom is shared abroad. That's scriptures. Once God blesses you with something to give akagom, you are always withholding. You see people that are in need. You cannot help. The only thing you think about is how to take care of yourself. How to touch up. How to build yourself. How to build the house. How to drive a car. How to do all these things. You are really outside of kingdom principles. And you are bound to struggle. If you are expecting the kingdom finances to sustain you in your lifestyle. There are two men in the scriptures. They were called the sons of the father. Of course, we call one a prodigal son, but that's what we called him because God never saw him as a prodigal son. He was always a son. One day, one of them rose and said, Father, give me what all that belongs to me. The father didn't say, no, I will not give you. Because it wasn't wrong for him to ask for what belongs to him. But the problem is that he took what came from the kingdom and went outside of the kingdom to squander it. Once you go out of the source, you lose your supply. The father did not say, look, you are, um, you know, you are wrong for asking for what is yours. You shouldn't have asked. No, the father divided everything. Do you know the strange thing? The father divided everything and gave him his own and did not give the first son his own. He just got the whole thing that belongs to him and gave to him. He said, it's your right to make a demand because you're a son of the kingdom. And the Bible said he took it and left to a far country. It's a, it's, it, you know, it's a story that reflects to the system we operate today. You see, in our kingdom, there is no principle of ownership, but there is a principle of access. You don't own it, but you can access it. 
The day you say it is mine, you, you, you separate yourself. God is the only supply. And he took it and he went to a far country and finished it and then started feeding with the pigs. And one day he said, how many of my father's hired servants has enough to eat and to spare? He said, let me go back. Remember, that story is about the kingdom. The question is, how much of your life is aligned to the kingdom? That is to the extent you command heaven's attention. If your life and your decisions are far from whatever be the will of God for your life, they are far from whatever be the kingdom of God being established through you, then you will command little or no attention from God. It wouldn't matter how you pray. It wouldn't matter how you fast. And I spoke to those men and I said to them, you have to abide by kingdom principles. People don't just rise and succeed by chance. They rise and succeed when they follow a pattern, a, a pattern of kingdom's principle. He said, do not ask for what you eat, what you drink, nor the food that you eat. He said, so do the Gentiles seek after these things. But you, you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And this cannot happen except you die. When I mean you die, I don't mean physically. You have to die to your purpose. Die to your flesh. If I give a, a plain paper and a pen to everyone here now and say write where you want to be with the state of Africa now, you won't get many people saying, I'm going back. And of course, you also won't get many people saying, I will stay in Cyprus. Maybe we'll start changing it gradually now. For people to understand that God can bless you anywhere. But, how many are aligned to heaven's will? And the establishment of his kingdom. I can go around now and start asking everybody, what's your plan to establish God's kingdom? You will see how some of us, we, uh, we are far. I can't wait to finish. Then I'll go to this place, go to this place, get a job in all your company, get this, get this one, get this, you know, I can't wait to finish, get married, give birth, have nice children. Purpose. 
I'm not saying they are not right. They are good. But the question is, what's the, where is the kingdom there? Just one principle, and I close. John 12, 24. Verily I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, he abideth alone. But if, if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. What does it mean? As a person, you must die to your own desires. It is actually time for us as a church to say, let thy will be done. And don't think everybody does not go through that challenge. Everybody goes through that challenge. When Jesus found himself at the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, let this cup. I, I can't face this, these challenges. Let this cup pass me over. But then he said, not my will. Let your will be done. You will struggle fighting for open doors simply because you are not in line with the will of God. If you are in line with the will of God, there is, there is no door that you will have to uh, 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 fight to open it. Because by the time you get there, the door is very wide open. Because you are really in line with what God has planned for your life. God did not make you to struggle in life. It doesn't happen. My, my prayer to this afternoon is this. That we'll come to a point in our lives when we begin to ask the question, how can I bring forth the will of God here on earth in my own small capacity, in my own small way? How can I be an instrument of God's use in my own small capacity, in my own small way? Once you begin to ask yourself that question, heaven now knows you are ready to command maximum attention. I pray that God will help us, especially in this season. I pray that God will help us. Already, already we have been motivated by so many things that did not align to God's will. Some of us are already in Cyprus, studying courses we are not supposed to have studied. Especially if you're from Africa, they, they must force you to do engineering, medicine, law. Until you go back to Nigeria, you see how many lawyers are wandering about. 
I was shocked when I heard that over 12,000 PhD holders are in Nigeria who don't have a job. I shocked. And I, and I said to God, Father, thank you for your grace. PhD does not mean anything anymore. Do you know why I'm saying this? Please, I want you to listen to me. If there is a governorship position, I'm going to tell you what is about to begin to happen. If there is a governorship position and there are six people vying for it, because it has looked as if God is so powerless in deciding so many things. I'm just prophesying to you what will begin to happen. You know, many people did not understand, for example, I don't like talking about some of these things, but people don't necessarily understand why God allowed Trump to be the president of America. Not that he's the perfect candidate, but at least he's the one that some kind of kingdom establishment can come through him. One, restoration of Israel to fulfill prophecy. One, the peace in the Middle East. Bringing nations together. If you listen to CNN, you won't understand kingdom principles. But if you look through scriptures, you'll see that this man is a man that has aligned himself to kingdom come. So what happened? By omission and commission, God smuggled him in. Never been in politics until he declared, I want to run. And indignation was raised against the people of America. They voted for him. And some of you, they, they did one, the second one, they will vote him out. You see how I'm dancing? Some of you here, can I announce to you, when you look at yourself now, you don't see the possibility, but you are going to rule your nations. Are you getting this? Not because it was there from the beginning, but when God looks at a nation, he starts looking for men who are aligned. Because the last revival will not be like some of us know it. It will be like presidents that are righteous. Will stand. Governors that are righteous. Senators that are righteous. People in businesses that are righteous. God will say, ah, I need to, I need to favor these ones. In the little way you can, please, start Aligning yourselves to kingdom. How does that happen? Start looking at your life now and start saying to yourself sincerely, are there things in my life that does not establish kingdom? Start dealing with them. The more you are willing to yield and release yourself and allow God to take place or to take hold of your life, the more you will begin to attract heaven's 
attention. Things will begin to happen in your life like never before. Things will begin to happen in your life. I remember I received a call. I wouldn't call the name of the person, but somebody in the government. And I went to his office. He closed the door. And he said to me, he said, we've been watching you for the past 10 years. We've been watching you for the past 10 years. And he said something. He said, there are some of us that believe in Jesus, but we can't come out openly. And some of us, we hold prophecies regarding this nation, spoken by old men of old. And some of us have watched to see how some of these prophecies are being fulfilled through what you are doing and many others. And we want you to understand that we support you in what you are doing. And we will try as much as possible to make sure that people of your kind are established even in this nation. But we are going to be working on the ground to make sure that there is no opposition. I want to announce to everybody here if you will align your life heaven will align you. It will not make sense for you. Listen, it's not about being perfect. I gave you an example of David. It's about in the midst of it to say, Father, if you want to use any man, I am available. If you want to help, a help for something, I'm available. Make yourself available. I want us to stand on our feet. Hallelujah. I want us to pray from the depth of our hearts. This prayer must come from your heart. There are many of us here that will be shifted to the next level of our lives because God is simply looking for alignment to his will. All you are going to say to God, Father, make me an instrument of the establishment of your kingdom here on earth. And pray that prayer from your heart and say, Father, anything that does not represent the kingdom in my life, deal with it this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Open up your mouth and pray that prayer. Anything that does not represent the kingdom of God, 